Silver Cross Sudbury sells new and recycled home healthcare equipment to a growing market for seniors, caregivers, and others in need of various mobility and accessibility aids. Now, the best news, let me tell you. Silver Cross Sudbury is hiring a service technician. If you're interested, here's the main responsibility of this role. Efficiently completing installation of stair lifts, wheelchair lifts, home elevators, and other mobility products. Okay, the sex, the, the sex, I can't say that word. The successful candidate is a hardworking individual who understands the unique challenges faced by our clients, primarily dealing with seniors and individuals with disabilities. If you qualify, you need two plus years of repair or installation experience, two plus years of mechanical electrical experience, and two plus years, preferably working directly with clients, preferably in older homes. Now, if you're interested in this role, please contact Silvercross Subri and Dean and Chantal Jacqueline at 705-222-0700 or visit them at 760 Notre Dame Avenue here located in Subri. Seems as though I've lived my life on the bad side of the moon Just stir your drags and sickness still without a rustic spoon now come on people, live with me Where the light has never shone And my hornets flock like hummingbirds Speaking in a foreign tongue This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life This is my life, this is my life, this is my life, my life Alrighty, what is going on everybody? Welcome to week 147 of behind the bench we have myself alex shimino and co-host tommy vlahos on the pod today you can find behind the bench podcast everywhere on all streaming platforms wherever you get your podcast you can find us on social media instagram at btb podcast double underscore and everywhere else at behind the bench 147 weeks down Tommy Vlahos, what's up, man? 147. It's like we're playing darts. Um, things are great, Al. Always, always really good hopping on, you know, our show, chopping it up with each other. We talk every day, but it's it's not the same when you hop behind the mic catching up. Uh, a lot of topics to get into, which we will dive into. Um, things are good on my end. I ended up sharing the ace with you again last night at NHA. So, uh your team got out to a nice 2-0 lead early in the series, gained up to five, but then, you know, we battled back. I had a few tucks myself. I think I almost got up to like seven, eight tucks. I was pretty good. I still got it. It was nice. Get the heart rate up. Um, other than that, buddy, really trying to think what else works. Extremely busy right now, but that, 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 that doesn't matter right now because we're here talking BTB, being all happy and stuff. Life can be worse, Al. It really could be. How you doing, pal? I love that jersey doing, behind you every time I see it now. It's so yeah, nice. looks good. Uh, doing good here, man. Everything uh, is good. Online school kind of wrapped up here, so kind of just uh, in limbo waiting for uh, placement to start in supply teaching. St. Ben's soccer started up uh, last week. We, uh, you know, well, no, this week. This week it really started So you got up. sucked in again eh, to coach high school soccer? Not sucked in. I want to be a part of it, man. You want to be a part of it? Okay, okay, okay. I love this stuff. So, 
Um, and we got a good uh, squad here, so um, excited for uh, for the year again. It should be uh, should be a lot of fun. Hopefully, we can uh, get off so bound again. Um, but Tom, you see, life can uh, be better. I mean, you didn't talk about anything this weekend. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, I feel like we're gonna get into that. You didn't though. talk about anything this weekend, uh, Tom. You yeah. are the recipient of free pasta <laughs> for a year from. Well, I need you to tee me up, man. I'm not just gonna like talk about what I won. This well, week. you really downplayed it, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm gonna downplay it because these vouchers at respect. Okay, we ended up choosing between one of three, and the waitress picks the middle one. Anyways, I'm pretty sure everyone knows how it works, but people that don't, that's listening. Respect is burning. Restaurant downtown Sudbury. They give out vouchers. It's either gift cards, food related. Um, and basically, I won the best prize. So she opens it. I'm downplaying it, Chim, because... So the- there's a bunch of cards and a yeah. bunch of envelopes. And in the envelopes are deals or whatever. So the biggest one being free pass, free meals for a year. Yeah. And the lowest being like, I don't know, 10 bucks off. So anywhere in between. So Yeah, and I'm, I'm downplaying it because the reaction I got from the waitress was like, I won $10. It felt like that. that's, I don't know, you're at the same table as me. That was the vibe. Just kind of dropped it on on the table, and it was a woge bomb. It was like, just like it I was like, it. yeah, it was like when the Leafs signed JT July one. It was like that big news. So I see the um, voucher, the gift card, or you know, the piece of paper come on the table after she opens it, and it's free passive for a year. So we're all looking at each other, freaking out. This was before the Wolves game Friday night, by the way. And uh, yeah, I now have a pasta passport, so I have one free pasta every week of the year. So I can backdate some weeks if I wanted to. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely assume we're going to go Friday night before the Wolves game uh, this weekend. So free pasta on me. I got mats on me. Free pasta. Pretty exciting. And uh, to continue on the Friday night trend, um, I was at an all-time high because, you know, this pasta. Wolves playing a really good second on team in the West. Can I stop you for a second? Can yeah, I I'll, I'll, a second? yeah, where are you going to go from here? You you didn't mention this part. This is classic Tommy Bowles. The envelope. So Tom has gone a bunch of envelopes because yeah. he's gone multiple times. Oh yeah. And yeah. the envelope clearly reads, "Do not do open. not open until you go to the restaurant again." Because the server, the whole point of it is for you to go back and then to see if you want anything. Yeah. So you can't open it unless you're there. Like the waitress has to open. Correct. What does Tom do? One uh, odd night decides to tear his open, <laughs> and uh, and he won a twenty five dollar one. And uh, we get there, and he's like, "I don't know what's gonna happen." Like they're not gonna take like it says, like the waitress is gonna take yeah, it yeah, away. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just yeah. He's like, "Oh wow!" Like I really missed out on you know twenty five bucks. That would have been nice. And then this the whole the funniest part of it is that happened. She and takes then I won away, the yeah, rips open. But anyways, back to the uh, back to what you're saying at the Wolves game. Yeah, no, that's a good point because the luck was in my favor. Knowing me, the you old talk Tom, about again puck luck, Tom. You, that you was puck luck. Puck but luck. Jim, the old the old puck luck and the old Tom would have opened up the pass to one, and I would have never heard the end of 100%, 100%. it. Hundred percent. So I'll take I'll take the L on the twenty five dollars, knowing that I got the pasta, which is the one I didn't open. So yeah. Friday, continue on. We're all at the game. Um, 
it was a four pack all four of us robbie was in town great to see robbie shout out uh, the new apple watch i have on my wrist right now he gave me his old one so great gift i also did steal his charger he wanted me to mention that on the pod today we won't get into that though um yeah we're all at the Wolves game playing saginaw very good team in the west first time seeing them very skilled not much grit but uh the wolves were able to come out with a w and um you know it's midway through the second and i'm kind of backtracking right now but stay with me this is how i talk and an individual comes up to our section or our seats and asked uh does anyone want to do the intermission show and i'm like you know what i'm at an all-time high i just one pass that chim's like tom you're doing it you know what i'm like you know what chim I'm like mace you want to do it no no so i go on the ice we're doing musical tubes or musical chairs for everyone that uh, doesn't understand what musical tubes is i know chim you posted a clip all-time editing and uh yeah i ended up making it there's four of us I ended up making it to the final and losing to um, Jacob Burton's younger brother. So, um, yeah, I did say in the video I let him win, but he did beat me, beat me fair and square. And it was just all time to be back on the ice where I played Telescope. I mentioned that in the video as well. It was hilarious. I was waving to Robbie where our seats were, blowing him kisses. And uh, Rock and Mason's uh, Wolves jersey, it was perfect. And the announcer was loving the jersey and – uh, I thought I did pretty good, and you had a great laugh, buddy. I don't know if you want to talk about it on the on the ringside report, but I didn't know you were laughing that hard. I didn't think I was that funny, but it was so funny because you're doing this little shuffle and just like you were. Well, I'm not wiping out hurting my head here. Tube bud. away from guys, and it was just <laughs> hilarious. But like the best part is was before you even got on A. So you were shaking, you were giving oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. knuckles to the to the wolves getting off, and like. Once the boys started realizing it was you, it was like one of the funniest things. McCallum walks by, oh, what's up, man? And then uh, Braun loved it. Yeah. Tomorrow. yeah. This, the, this like, was the was best hilarious. part. So and then I go down. McKinnon was the best. Yeah, yeah. So I go down with like three, four minutes left. I'm like, Mace, Chim, you got to come. Don't leave me stranded. Whatever. Me and Mace end up going to the washroom. And anyone knows this, Severina down below. Like, we, like, Chim didn't come with us. So we didn't know where Chim was. The guy that found me in the section to come to the intermission show was like, hey, come on, come on. You're going to be late. This is when we're walking out of the washroom. And I'm like, I looked at Mace and I was like, well, he's with me. And I looked at the other guy, the announcing guy. I was like, well, he's going to come with me. Like, there's no other way because the Wolves guys were just finishing the second period. And this is the part that was hilarious that you just mentioned that I'm clearly forgetting. So the guys are coming off. I'm putting my Bucky on, you know, getting ready to go for the ice. And they're starting to clue in the first couple guys, like Dvorsky. They're like, who's like Tom? I think that's Tom. I think it's Tom from BTV. And they, they see Mace. And, I, and then I see the boys. I see Farah. I see Lando. I see Connie. I see all the boys we've had on, right? Morrow that recognized me that I ended up coaching against in uh, the GNML. So it was just all hilarious. And you mentioned DMAC. And I had the bug, Derek. Derek's like an uncle to me. So he's like, there's no way you're going on the ice. Anyways, all-time moment. I was loving it. I was dabbing these guys up. I said, one more period. It was a 4-3 league going into the third. And then I go hop out there and do musical tubes. It was all time. It was it was the best. It was the best. The only thing unfortunate about Friday night was to see, um, you know, Zach Shrew come down with a little bit of an injury. But I know we're going to dive into that. But that that is probably the only news Friday. It was good to see Robbie. The Wolves are on an all-time high. They clinch a playoff spot. We're going to get into all this. Now you're getting me worked up here, Al. Now my blood pressure's going. Well, well, I'll leave like, it at again, that. You just down, you downplayed the whole thing. You yeah, and you know thing. what? I, we, Tom, let's continue. Like, no, no, the no, last let's... guy to downplay, you know, anything. We're talking about 
minutes spoken on this podcast, he probably takes up. Yeah, I got a lot of my mind right now. I got a lot of my mind right now, but I'm going to continue on. We did set up uh, Andrea and Jack Zulich with some nice BTB swag. Uh, Thanks for them to everything they've done for us and uh, all the trainers. Deck them on a little BTB merch. So Gracer, Jimbo, all the boys, Derek, we love you. And thanks for suiting us up with a nice little jersey and Chim's background right now. Way better than Jacko 39. A little shout out to him. Happy 24th to him and Mayu as well. Never forget. Never forget, Jack. Never forget. Uh, Yeah, happy birthday to him and Mayu for sure. We love those boys. Um, Okay, let's get it going. Tristan Ritchie, Lake City Realty Performers of the Week. Are you ready to make your real estate dreams come true in Sudbury? Look no further than Tristan Ritchie at Lake City Realty. Tristan is your dedicated, knowledgeable, and passionate real estate expert ready to guide you through every step of your property journey. Whether you're buying your first home, upgrading to your dream house, or selling the property, Tristan Ritchie has the experience and expertise to make it happen. With a deep understanding of the Sudbury market, Tristan will help you find that perfect property that suits your needs and budget. Tristan's local insight and dedication to ensuring you get the best deal possible. But it's not just about buying and selling. It's about creating a seamless and enjoyable real estate experience. Tristan provides prides himself on being a true partner on your journey. He listens to your goals and works tirelessly to make them a reality. So, if you're ready to embark on your real estate adventure in Sudbury, reach out to Tristan Ritchie at Lake City Realty. Your dream home is just a phone call away. Contact him today at 705-920-6109. You can also find him on social media at Real Ritchie. And let's make your real estate dreams come true. Tom, Yes, you're letting me go first. Thanks, buddy. Another good ad read. Uh, Easy one this week, dude. Former guest. New Liskard boy, Justin Brazo. Okay, talk about a week. You you think I had a Friday night or a day to celebrate? This guy goes, signs a two-year extension with the Boston Bruins. Okay, people forget, Jim, that this gentleman beat the odds. He was a 13th round draft pick into the OHL from New Like double A, like all the way up until like minor midget, I think. Yes, he won the OHL, I think he had most points or most goals in 2018, 2019. That season, he was captain for the battalion, 61 tucks, no joke. Undrafted to the NHL, passed upon that way, goes to the Marlies, plays in the coast, all this stuff. Ends up getting a contract extension with the Bruins. He's with He was with Providence this year. Great season. He gets into a game Monday afternoon. Suits up, basically signs the deal, I think, Monday morning or Sunday night or whatever day it was. Gets to the game Monday for uh, his first NHL game. What does he do? You knew he was talking. He scores. Signs a contract extension, scores his first NHL goal in his first NHL game in TD Garden. Braz, you're my performer this week. That's out and out number one. Shout out, Braz. uh, And he will be a bench brawl opponent soon to be. Uh, hopefully we'll get him on in the, in the weeks to come to talk about, uh, you know, scoring his first goal and his, you know, signing this extension. Dude, 13th round pick in the OHL and then doing what he's doing now. It's pretty legit. Nasty. So. Nasty. Yeah. No, yep. he, uh, legit. Good guys. It, uh, it was sick. Yeah. Beauty, one of our best guests for sure. Um, okay. Mine is going to go out to uh, a group of people. Um, Want to shout out uh, Blake Dodoni and Brian Doyle, uh, co-owners of NHA and uh, now former co-owners of Doyle Dodge. 
uh, Mike Doyle Dodge. And also want to shout out the Paladino Auto Group, um, Vince and the whole crew. Um, Paladino Auto Group bought uh, Doyle Dodge. So big news happening in Sudbury. The Empire grows for uh, the Paladinos. Great uh, on them uh, for that. And obviously for Blake Dodone and uh, Dodone and uh, Brian, they can ride off into the sunset, baby. Focus on NHA. Big congrats to them, you know. Looks like a win-win on both sides here. So, uh, big congrats. Awesome stuff. Um, okay, let's go to our Quirnies Bulletin Board, Tom. And we're going to start it off. Let's get right into to the OHL in the standings. The Sudbury Wolves and the Brantford Bulldogs have both clinched uh, for the playoffs. Wolves sit atop of the standings in first the Brantford Bulldogs in second. Oshawa climbed up the ranks here to third. The Battalion in fourth. Mississauga in fifth. Sixth is the Ottawa 67. Seventh is the Kingston Frontenacs. And in eighth, it is the Barry Colts, who has two games in hand on Peterborough Beats, who are the closest behind them. So I think the Colts uh, will sneak in here to the eighth spot. In the West, no surprises here. London, Saginaw, and the Sioux all clinch for the playoffs. That is also how they read out here in the standings. Kitchener is behind them in fourth, who will clinch anytime now. Guelph in fifth. They have not moved from fifth in weeks, maybe yeah, months. Yeah, I don't remember the last time you told me they were in fifth. <laughs> Owen Sound in sixth. Uh, Erie in seventh. And the Flint. Firebirds uh, in eighth. This race is a little tighter, but Flint does have two games in hand on Sarnia. So right now, all in favor here for the Firebirds to squeak in the eighth spot. And uh, that is the standings. Tom, we went to go watch the Wolves on Friday night uh, against the Saginaw Spirit, the Memorial Cup host. Saginaw Spirit, and that was one of the biggest tests for the Wolves. And they find a way to get the job done. Tom. Yeah, my, my honest thoughts on that game. Um, man, the home crowd, Jim, just hits different. I think the guys just feed off it, to be honest. Um, Saginaw, like I mentioned earlier in the show, I find them a lot of skill. So if you play them tough and you know you finish a lot of checks, and you kind of play mean, nasty playoff hockey. I know it was a regular season game. I think they're, you know, I want to say very beatable. I know it's a, you know, a kind of a scoring skill league nowadays, but it still has that aspect of playing nasty, you know, gritty hockey. You'll get, you'll get W's. And I think that's how the Wolves approach that game. Uh, it's just so unfortunate to see, you know, Overager, Zach Shrew, friend of the show, good friends of both of us going down with an injury. Now I don't know the full details on kind of what's going on. Uh, and how long he's he will be approximately out for the for the squad, but uh, you'd like to see you'd like to say that that guy will be back for playoffs somehow some way. I he'll be back. He'll be. Yeah, there's he'll no be back. doubt in my mind. He'll yeah, I'm back. just saying for sure playoffs. I don't know if it, he he will come back regular season. It's just uh, we wish him the best, man. He's a huge part of that team, in my opinion. I 
I got faith in G uh, being back. Yeah, and uh, Musty's been hurt some games, and they've been getting some wins. And man, the most guys thing... been in the f- guys have had the flu. Like they were, they were banged up that game, and they found a way to get it done. I want to ask you about what Goal your thoughts. Goni from uh, from yes, Sag. from Saginaw. What, what were your thoughts on the game? Two very even teams, and very even in the way they play as well. Skill, they're comparable teams. Yeah. Very skilled, put the puck in the net, run and gun but not a ton of defense and goaltending is, you know, on both ends, you know, I would say sus up to par, subpar, like just yeah. in that range. It's not stellar, but um, it can get the job done. But, uh, but yeah, so Saginaw, again, they got to really tighten. I think they will tighten it up on D. I think they're just very offensive uh, minded team like the Wolves. So we'll see here in the playoffs, especially, I mean, the East, uh, you know, you can't count anybody out, but the West uh, is going to be hard to get out from one to one to eight. So, yeah. got to uh, got to buckle down here. But uh, it was great to see the Wolves. Uh, you know, it seems like every every of those big dogs that come in, the Wolves find a way to beat them. And Tom, we talked about this. That first seed is going to be so big if the Wolves can keep on to it, because. The home ice, yeah, I don't think plays as big as a factor for anybody, maybe other than the London Knights, than the Sudbury Wolves. It feels like Tom, they're winning almost every game at home. Like they find a way. Every big club they play here, Tom, they beat them at home. I know. You know what I mean? I know, and they always rise to the competition of the other team. If that makes sense, they're, I always I, I hate to compare, but I go with the Wolves, like the Leafs, because I watch both teams on a daily and they're so similar. It's like when they play a really good team, Colorado, Vegas, whatever Toronto's going to play, they'll match their intensity. They'll probably end up coming with a, with a W or a point. Home ice advantage, not really the Leafs' favor, but the Wolves, man, at home, and we can talk about them clinching a playoff spot. Al, like as a fan, and, you know, we do media and we cover, you know, the team quite a lot. I'm excited. To be in that building yeah. and what we experienced last year, I know it didn't go well with Peterborough, but the vibe in that arena and the diehard, you know, fans of this team that have been following it for 60, 70, 50, whatever plus years, it's exciting, dude. And I, I really hope, um, and I know we've interviewed a few guys, but that the city is so passionate. Like playoff hockey for this team is another level. And like you mentioned, if they get first seed, dude, they have home ice all the way through. And I don't think, uh, I don't think this team's. I know they got a few weak spots. We've talked about it many times, but I just don't think they can lose in a seven-game series if they have home ice all the way through. Like if it gets to game seven, bud, they're at home. Like I, I, I just, I can't see them losing. I can't. Yeah, they I have agree. too much skill, man. They can out, they can out skill the, their their way. In my opinion, like the East is like, I know there's a few teams. I just, I can't grasp on them losing. I'd be shocked. I yeah, would be. I just, I, I think, you know, as long as they tighten it up, you hope either Vandenberg or Vondras gets hot. Yes, I get that. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Vondras is good at home and then Vandenberg's good on the road. Jim, man, I said it last week. They might go, they might go one A and one B in the playoffs. It's like, actually crazy. Yeah. So uh, Wolves also had a decent weekend that whole weekend. They uh, obviously beat Sag at home, you know, get a little bit of thumping from Kitchener 
in Kitch, but then to pick it up again the next day and beat Guelph, who's no pushover, um, in Guelph is a, is yeah, a big win. That this- Kitchener game, that Kitchener game was a given though because they thumped Kitchener when Kitchener came here. So yeah. it's like you know, give or take. Yeah, you knew that was so, coming. Um, Guelph. Uh, sorry, the schedule for the Wolves. Uh, this weekend they play Peterborough. Um, here on Friday, then head over to Missy on uh, Sunday, I believe, to go play Missy, uh, who's going to become the Brampton uh, Steelheads. Yeah. Maybe they'll change the name too, but yeah, that's some news as well, Tom. I'm not sure if we talked about that. Yeah. Um, your thoughts on Mississauga? I'll give you my short thoughts on it. Um, I think Brampton is a growing, vibrant uh, population now. Is is growing? Wow! Quite a bit. See, you know more than I do. I just uh, if it's good for the team in the league, man, I move th- them. Like that's how I, I, I think look the at markets it. are comparable. Brampton has like multiple hockey teams come in and out of that city. I think it's just always a cycle. But like yeah. Mississauga can barely get, I think, a thousand people, and when their team's like pretty good too. Like yeah, yeah. You feel for the players at that point and the organization. You can make any money when it's like that. I want I want yeah. you to design these logos or these these jerseys for this uh, this team. You'd have a field day doing that, eh? Yeah, the Brampton Battalion just fits so good. It's just I don't know what they're. Maybe they'll stay Steelheads. I I have no I, idea. I remember when it was. Uh, I'm going way back now. Is it the St. Mike's Majors? Yeah, those were sick jerseys. Those were awesome jerseys. Big M on them. They were nasty. But they were talking about I, that on Overdrive today, dude. Like they, they were yeah. talking OHL days, and Hayes was actually talking about uh, coming into the Sudbury Barn. I forgot to mention that in the group. Oh, yeah? It was all time. Yeah, I'll have to find the clip. It was within the first hour of the show. They were talking about OHL days. But Hayes was like, it's crazy how many names and cities teams change like yearly now. Like... North Bay was used to be Brampton and just just got back to North Bay, I don't know, within the last 10 years probably. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, Brand, uh, Hamilton it's switched. All cycle. Like, it's all a it's cycle. It's all a cycle, yeah. So they were just talking so, about that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see here. But uh, I think they will change names, I think, uh, I, because I believe the logo has Mississauga yeah. on it, so. Yeah, you're always we'll curious to, to see what the uh, what the name comes up with, but yeah, everything everything in the West. Just to go quickly there, yeah, um, man, I got I got to give some praise to Easton Cowens on a 24 game point streak for London. Like this, this guy, he might be the X factor on, you know, closing out a series. You need guys that are clutch genes and just can get you over the top. If he's producing at this rate. And for how good that team is, and you mentioned home ice, man, if they have home ice all the way through and having a guy like that, Lions might pick out of the West right now, dude. I don't know about you. Yeah. No, I think so I think well coached. Be hard to like, beat. Like, I think that team. They've learned. And they'll learn, but they've been together the whole year. They didn't really make major moves. And if they did, it was early in the year. So they've been able to mesh. Quick. I think they're just going to keep. Uh, Trucking along here. If we're looking here at uh, player statistics, though, um, leading in the points, Tom, is David Goyette. He's got 90 and 54, Tom. Okay, so okay. He, he's okay. easily going to break 100 points. Uh, and, I know, I, and I know a lot of guys, you know, with the Wolves listen to our show, but can you agree to me that, that that's like a under-the-radar quiet 90 points? Like, I know he's, I know he's yes. phenomenal, 
but yes, Tom, agreed though. Agreed. Like when we're there in the building Friday night, it's like, yeah, he gets a couple cookies and stuff. But dude, 90s no joke. He had 96, I think, last year to finish the regular season. So he's going to surpass that fully. You want to hear another number here, Tom? Let me just. Yeah, give me, him. give me, give me, give me stats. I love this. Um, Dalibor Dvorsky has 59 points in 38 games. Yeah. 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 Like just, can you can you give me Cowan's too when you're up there looking? I think he's got 70 and 40. Some up yeah, like that too. Stupid. He's got 75 and 42. Yeah, it's a scoring league now, dude. We mentioned this in our group chat today. Like we you got insane. You got to partially feel bad for the goaltending. I know it could be weaker and on basically every team, but these guys are scoring at at will right now. Like every every elite player is scoring. So, yeah, no it's wild. Yeah. Uh, interesting uh, stat here, Tom. I'm just just looking here. Dalibor Dvorsky has only played one game less than Quentin Musty and uh, came, what, halfway through the year almost? Not e- Well, a quarter and a bit into the year. A quarter and a bit. Yeah, I remember like That's October-ish he was coming, or November even maybe. Oh, I know Musty's been in and out with injuries. He's been stuff, in and so. out. Yeah. He has been, yeah. Get him, uh, get, get him healthy before the playoff push. He'll be good to go for playoff hockey, though. All these guys kind of turn up oh, and, yeah. and play through yeah. injuries and stuff. So Exactly, exactly. Load management, as they say. Um, okay, Tom, you good? Uh, the one other quick yeah. thing. Uh, I mentioned we do have a lot of guys around the league that listen to us. I wanted to say, especially to the Wolves players, when, you, when, when we're in the building and you guys know we're in the building, give us a little knuckles or wave. I know you guys are playing on the ice, but you know where we're sitting, especially after the game, after you get a W. Give us a little point in the stands. We have the cameras going. We want to get a little bit of content, okay? Connie, I'm pointing you out. You used to do it. You don't do it anymore. You're kind of big leaguing us. You see us in the stands. Give us a little wave after the game, especially if you win, okay? Thank you, boys. Hey, we missed that Deej point. We miss you, yeah. Deej. Yeah. We miss you, Deej. Um, okay, NOJHL, Timmins first. And Powassan are your top three. They've all clinched their playoffs in the East as well. In the West, Blind River has a point up on the Cubs right now. The Greatest Subway Cubs, that is. And uh, the Sioux follows them in third place. Um, one more thing to note, Tom, before we get on to our interview. Laurentian University, Tom, has been hacked once again. I don't know if you heard... I, is this breaking news to you? I haven't heard this. I actually, I'm, I have not read, buddy. I haven't been, I haven't had time to be on my phone much, to be honest. I've been working lots. So what's going on? Give me the deeds so, live right now. Here's my reaction. So, since Saturday, I believe people have not been able to get on uh, Laurentian's D twelve. They're learning. Okay. They, they have not been able to get. Um, on uh, like, are you talking all D2L? programs here? Like all students, all programs, all across the board. They couldn't even. I think they couldn't even get onto the site before. Wow. Um, yeah. So they had a, a an incident here, and it looks like they're restoring. I'm just reading here, but I believe uh, <laughs> right now, like. People haven't been able. It's reading week right now, but people have not been able to get into uh, the site, which is insane. Into but, D2L. 
so I'm gonna I'm gonna spin off this as a positive. Uh, you go, you gotta love the students during Rio Week, not not being able to study. Like let's just all not time. do any, let's just not do anything, and it's worry about it later. And it's like who knows when this is gonna get fixed. I mean, you feel bad for the school and the students and the profs, everyone involved, but it's like when will this get fixed? Like you need IT or what? Yeah. I don't know. How, like how do you how do you solve this? It, it's been uh, it, well. It looks like it'll be less than a week, um, but it'll it'll. Well, be they have to change like sites and repost their content that way. I think be... I think they're just gaining access back. Wow, basically. Dude. Wow. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Maybe we'll have to reach out to a current SPAD student and say what what the hell is going on. You guys just kind of going in la la land right now. Yeah. I mean, profs have workarounds, Jim. Let's, let's like, they're sending them the content via email and they're calling it a cyber incident. I'm assuming they got hacked. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. But yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Our former school, uh, man. Yeah. We'll see. It's not the first time it's happened, too. So, you ever, you ever think about our university days at all? It's crazy how I've, far I have been re- we, we've been. But dude, you're you're still a student, which is insane to me because I've been working for a year and a half now, and it's nuts. Two years. I, yeah, I've been uh, reminiscing. Um, we had a lot of days. fun. We had we a lot did. of fun. We did. Spad was a, an awesome program. We talk about it here quite a bit. It, yeah, it was awesome. Um, but okay, let's go to uh, our interview now, which was with Steve Bellini from uh, Sioux Santa Maria. It was a great chat with him, and we'll send it off to him now. Ladies and gentlemen, we head back to the Sioux for this week's guest. This person grinded it out for a bit in the NOJHL, winning the best defenseman honor in 2018-19, then went on to play in the BCHL and USHL. From there, he landed at Minnesota State University, Mankato, where he's won two CCHA championships playing with the school. Please welcome Stephen Bellini to the BTV Podcast. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you, Steve. We uh, we love uh, patting the Sioux uh, Sioux guests here. Uh, obviously, there's a big pool, of you guys. And right off the gates, like, how close are the Sioux guys to, together? Because we see you guys are all always uh, together, hanging out and stuff. Yeah, it's a it's a close group. You, especially the guys you play with, and a couple guys like you're younger and whatnot. Just the the hockey group is just so close, and there's still guys I see whenever I go home, get to see them and hang out with them shoot the shit and see what they're up to nowadays. So it's always nice to, it's nice to see them. Yeah, absolutely. What, um, we always go back to the start, Steve. So like what age did you start playing hockey and were you close to playing, you know, any other sports growing up? Yeah, I pretty sure my dad threw me in hockey around three ish, which is a uh, pretty, pretty early days. Obviously, uh, grew up playing soccer, uh, played lacrosse for a year. Wasn't a huge fan, played football for a year. Wasn't a huge fan either, but, just mostly hockey and soccer growing up. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Cool. What do you remember? Um, I want to ask about like the Sioux Arena. I always love asking uh, the Sioux boys, what was your favorite rink growing up? I know you played, um, you know, with the Noge, with the T-Birds, but what was your favorite rink growing up? Oh, I'd have to say just the John Road since just I played oh, there so solid. many times. And you solid, got, yeah. <laughs> you got both You got both sides there. So it's it's good, Brina. It's good uh, for other stuff as well, too. But yeah, I'd say probably just there. Mm-hmm. and gotcha. cool jim you got something or you want me to... no no go ahead yeah yeah i was just yeah. gonna jump in quickly right now because i wanted to like ask it 
obviously unique story Alex mentioned in the intro. I, I had the opportunity to play against you, but undrafted to the OHL, did you have any looks from any other teams to go to like camp? Obviously, everyone kind of knows once you're kind of in a camp in the OHL, you kind of can't go the D1 route. So like, how did that um, process go for you? And obviously to stay motivated to, to stick with hockey and we'll get into the where you play. Yeah, I did. Afterwards. I did have a couple, a uh, couple options of camps. I actually went to the Greyhounds camp for a year, which okay. learned a bunch, developed there, um, learned a lot, and you know what? It helps me to this day still. Yeah, just it was awesome. How did yeah. uh, so? So how did the D one come about? I mean, I assume you had a few schools kind of looking at you, but uh, how did that whole process start for yeah, you? Yeah, you know what? It's it's kind of unique because being a boy born in Ontario, you kind of look towards the OHL route, especially from the Sioux. You always want to grow up playing for the Hounds. But, um, you know, I think there was a point in my life, I think, uh, uh, being a being a late developer, I was thinking OHL wasn't really my best route. So that's where I decided to go to uh, BC after having two really mm-hmm. strong years in the NOJHL. And then, um, yeah, I mean, the rest is kind of history from there. Yeah, no doubt. It's a, it's a cool route um for sure because uh, uh, obviously you know making that grinding your way out which uh, which is great and you know diving into the notes you're playing for uh the t-birds obviously winning best d man that's unreal but i guess talk us through those two years um playing at home uh in the nodes and i guess what was this kind of the spot where you started to find your game yeah 100 percent um I would say a little proud of that. I, I don't think I was anything special. I still don't think I'm anything special, but, um, <laughs> you know, I don't think I really developed much until I came into uh, junior hockey. And I think that's where I really exceeded and started to, you know, gain more confidence and kind of find my game and stuff like that. And yeah, you know, I had two pretty good years and thankful for everyone that coached me and my teammates there and just happy to be where I am right now. Yeah, no doubt. Um, and we always love to talk about the the Noge, the, the Northern Swing, and um, all the cool away rinks and and uh, and gritty places you get to play. So, what was your favorite away rink to play in? Uh, there's there's a bunch. Um, are you saying when I was uh, in juniors or when I was playing uh, major hockey? In in junior, yeah. Junior in, uh, with the in the Noge, yeah. I'd probably have to say Hearst just because how <laughs> how how electric it gets there for such a small town, which is always fun to go there and play in front of all those fans and yeah. Okay, I like Tra- it. travel I like wasn't it. travel wasn't the greatest, but uh, <laughs> yeah, the the reading was awesome. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. There's some uh, big road trips uh, for sure in, in the north, which is uh, which is wild, um, and. Just back to minor hockey before uh, before we move on here to the BCHL. I just wanted to ask about like playing, um, you know, obviously with the boys. But um, what what was you you guys found your biggest rivalry playing? Like, was it the Sioux? Was it North Bay? Uh, sorry, Timmins, North Bay, Sudbury. Where where did you guys find the biggest rivalry in minor hockey? Um, I'd probably have to say Sudbury, just because <laughs> yeah. uh, to us uh, they would be obviously the closest and. You know, this this the Greyhounds and the Wolves have a big rivalry, so I think it kind of passed on to us. And yeah, you know what? I loved everywhere I played, and the people I got to play with, so it was awesome. Yeah, do you, do you remember Tom at all from oh, back yeah. in the day? Oh, yeah, I, I do. He he danced me a couple of times. I oh, that's nice, you, man. <laughs> hey, that's nice, yeah. I was gonna say you probably remember me just going off the glass and out, not doing too much. But uh, no, man, we had some good like because you guys had a lot of. Um, 
we're 2000 born, like you, same as you. You guys have a lot of younger guys like Babes and all of them that produced. And that's why I feel like your group is so close. You had a good mix of 2000 and 01s always with you guys all the way through pushing each other. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were great. And, you know, those are still guys I see pretty much every time I go home and hang out with all the time, which it, that's where the connection comes in. So it's oh, yeah. pretty awesome. We just actually awesome. interviewed Babes uh, last week, but it's going to come on our show this week. Uh, cool. he, he mentioned that you're the best stay-at-home D-man he's ever seen. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was pumping your tires a little bit. Yeah. But I want to ask about uh, the BCHL. Obviously, we talked a little bit about it. Like, how was that move out there? Uh, obviously, the first time for you moving out of, like, you know, the Sioux and Ontario. And talk to us about that year for you. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, it, it was a great team, great league. Um the the city was beautiful. I still remember the first time flying in uh into Vancouver and I was like, Oh my god, this is this is beautiful compared to the Sioux. So it was uh <laughs> No, it was awesome. Yeah, and then just you know, it's just life experience moving away and kept trying to find your find your growth on your own and mm-hmm. kind of develop from there. So yeah. I had I had a great time. And you know, unfortunately that was the year COVID hit. So That's um, right. Yeah, that that kind of shut us down, which wasn't the best, but yeah, for sure. And um, obviously, then you move on to to um, the USHL, um, which uh, which is wild. Like it's such a cool little journey you went on um, here. So how did how did you land in in U- USHL? Like how did that opportunity come about for you? Yeah, so it actually started during COVID. Um, I actually got drafted in the phase two draft to Tri City. Um, and then obviously COVID, I had a lot of time to think about what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I was thinking kind of what league will play, what league won't play based on COVID. So I thought my best move was to move to the USHL in hopes that they were, they would play. And they did, which is great for me. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I loved it too as well. Great coaches, great uh, teammates, great city, um, met great people and thankful for everything they've helped me with in my development. For sure. And so I guess for people um, listening, probably aren't too familiar with, with yeah. the USHL. It's obviously getting a lot more popular um, now in, in junior hockey. But I guess take us through like how that league uh, went about. Like I, I know there's the U.S. national uh, development team too that that plays, that it gets in the mix, I think, sometimes in that league. So, yeah, take us through, I guess, the structure of that league. Yeah, it's a lot of depth in that league. Um you know, every team's good. You got to come play every night. You have an off night and 90% of the time you're going to lose. So it's like, it's great like that. Um, Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. And one guy I, ne- I needed to bring up, BCHL. I'm a huge Leafs fan, Matthew Nyes. Like, what was that experience like and how was he? Yeah, he was uh, not even just a great player. He was a great teammate. Um, That's awesome. And you know what? His dailies were unbelievable every day. And you see where he is now, obviously. Uh, playing first line with Matthews and Marner, which is awesome and great for him. But yeah. yeah Do you have his sick. number that I can uh, steal off you? Thanks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he'd want me to share that. Information, <laughs> I just want Matthews number, man. Not to me. Not to Tom. Yeah. And, and moving on here, obviously to where, to where you're at now um, yeah. in Minnesota, Minnesota state, you know, how did this, um, opportunity come about and uh, and obviously were were the other schools uh, looking at you and what sold you on Minnesota State? Yeah, there there are a few others, but um, obviously I was in the BC at this time and um, obviously having a pretty good pretty good year at the start. So um, yeah, I just I thought Minnesota State for me was the best fit and um, 
you know, after visiting and seeing the rank and the campus and the city and everything, it was perfect for me. Kind of reminds me a little bit of the Sioux in terms of size and population kind of thing like that. So it, for me, yeah, perfect fit and been happy ever since I've been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And was Lake State ever on your radar? I know that's kind of close close to home and um and I'll, and I, I believe you guys play in the same conference too so what was it like going there to play and was there any family that came over to watch yeah so we actually just went there the first and second of december and uh yeah a lot of family um i think they're close to 50 each night which is pretty nice awesome and yeah i love the i love the support and but yeah yeah it's always nice to kind of pretty much go home and play hockey since haven't been really playing home in a while so yeah, for sure. I want to ask about the process of getting, you know, enrolled into a D1 school. Like, did you have to take your SATs? Like, I know we got a lot of, you know, younger listeners that are OHL D1 route looking to figure out what they're going to do. I don't know if you, uh, well, what was the process like for you? Yeah, so you have, depending, I think it's depending on which school. You have to take either um, SAT or the ACT. Um, and then you got to get a certain score. I actually... I took both because I did bad on, I think it was the <laughs> SAT. I didn't, I didn't do too well on. So I took the ACT as the second one and uh, got a good enough score to get in. Were you, were you taking that over like through high school when we were younger, like grade 10, grade 11? Cause you no, kind of, you took I it actually, later. Yeah. I took one. Um, actually I was playing at home at this time. Um, I think I took one across the border. So in Sioux, Michigan took one, I think it was my grade 13 year or something my second year in the OJHL and then right uh, I took one actually when I was in BC took one because I didn't do too well in the first one so. yeah yeah that's okay <laughs> hey I'm no school guy either that's why we started this thing so it's like it's, it's all good <laughs> I wanted to uh ask about obviously uh we've been texting and how busy you guys have been with you know two days two practices yeah. in one day and obviously balancing school so what program are you in and how has it been you know balancing the whole hockey grind as well as doing well in school yeah, I'm currently I'm in finance, uh, oh, major nice. in finance with a minor in accounting. Um, it's not going too bad. Uh, it's obviously busy days. You know, you, you got to work out in the morning, do go to school, go practice, go back to school, do homework, kind of stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's like I said, it's very they're very busy and you, you really learn how to time manage a lot. That's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, who's your biggest uh, rival uh, at school when you guys are playing? I'd say probably Bemidji, just because they're um, another Minnesota team, and I, they've had a big rivalry um, with each other over the last few years. So I'd probably say them, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of bunch of teams around there. Eh? Like I'm not sure you guys play Minnesota um, quite a bit too. I'm I'm not too uh, familiar with the with the conferences here, but uh, the Gophers, yeah. Yeah, we so Bemidji's in our conference. Um, them and St. Thomas which mm. is in St. Paul. Those are the only two team, Minnesota teams in our conference, I believe. Okay. And then um, we don't really play the Gophers. We played them last year for out-of-conference out games at the start. But, um, you, you know, you mostly just play in conference. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. How are the uh, – is the turnout for these games? I assume the crowd gets uh, pretty big at some of these events. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Um, our rink is – our rink's beautiful and – I think it's around five thousand we average and gets loud in there and fans are awesome. So you yeah. must just feed off that A lay somewhere yeah. and get the, get the <laughs> yeah. crowd going. Yeah, yeah the, the fans the fans are awesome here and you know a huge support for us. So we're thankful That's for awesome. that. 
That's awesome. What is a uh, what does a game day look like for you? So my game day, if we're let's say we're at home on a Friday, I uh, wake up, go to the rink, get a little breakfast to me. Um, then we have optional skate. I'm not I'm not a morning skater, so I do <laughs> I, I do a little I do a little stretch and roll out. Uh, kind of yeah, yeah. for that. Uh, go get pregame meal, come back, take a take a nap, and then get up, get my suit on, get a coffee, and go to the rink. There you go. Um, are you superstitious at all? Like, do you have to do the same thing um, over and over again or certain things you do with the equipment or anything like that? I wouldn't say I'm super stupid. Uh, super ugh. <laughs> tongue twister right there. Yeah, it is hard. I, That's I why I get say... Alex to ask it. I can't, I can't say it. <laughs> I would say, um, no, I, I think I just like my routine I kind of get into. Um, obviously, if something's a little off, I just manage it from there. But um. Yeah, I just try and do the same routines, same stretches that I need to do, and at the same time as much as I can. So, yeah, there you go. Okay, um, and what type of tunes are we uh, hearing in in the room? What are the boys playing? Uh, what's what are you hearing? Lots of. Um, it's usually it depends what kind of day. If it's not a game day, it's usually I'd say rap and EDM and stuff to kind of get you going. But uh, I think if it's like a practice or after practice, it's like country or something more relaxed. So gotcha okay yeah we got and, we got and, pretty good guys on the tunes so <laughs> good stuff yeah. uh what what's the win song for the boys do you have one um we do but i couldn't tell you what it's called to be honest i don't i don't have a i don't have a good taste of music so i i just listen to whatever's thrown on there you go get the green light yeah i love it love it um winning back-to-back uh conference championships um, both regular season and playoffs, obviously, um, great squad those first two years. What 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 were those uh, experiences like in winning those? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I'd say definitely my freshman year, which would be two years ago. We had such an unbelievable team and uh, powerhouse team. That's that's the team we went to the national championship game with, and um, not just great players, but great guys off the ice and teammates. So yeah, it's it's been awesome, and I mean that's the goal again. Hopefully, win a couple more this year. Yeah, absolutely. What what's it like playing um in in the in the Frozen Four tournament like like in my, obviously the March Madness of of uh, of hockey here and what well, what's the atmosphere like and and take us through that whole experience. It's like playing yeah. me in the GNML. It's the same thing. You know? Hundred <laughs> people, hundred <laughs> people. Yeah, same, yeah. Same, 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 but different. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, yeah. Ours, uh, our Frozen Four was actually in Boston, and it it was in the TD Garden, so it was Nasty. it was and it was it was packed 18,000 or whatever it holds and it, the crowd's crazy and our we had a lot of fans actually travel from uh, Mankato to go there and support us which was awesome and uh, they were loud and so was the whole arena so it was awesome oh that's sick that's sick how have you um like felt your game has developed over the years obviously we mentioned you know minor hockey days to the BCHL USHL now to play in D1 like how have you felt your game has developed over the years yeah, I feel like it's developed a, a ton. Um, obviously, like I mentioned before, I was a late bloomer. I didn't really exceed mm-hmm. as much as I thought I would until juniors. And, um, you know, it just starts with confidence. Um, yeah. Started playing with more confidence and having the confidence that I can make plays and impact games. And um, I've been, you know what, I've been just trying to grow my game ever since and just keep it going. I love it. What's the off season look like for you? Are you uh, back home in the Sioux uh, bin and, and where are you training or on the ice with? Yeah. So um, 
our off season, we actually spend six weeks here in uh, Mankato with, uh, so we take summer class workouts, get, kind of get to new, know the new guys and um, that bonding aspect of that. But for the most time I try and go home and see family and friends and train there and whatnot. For sure. And do you drive uh, from, from home to school or fly? No, I fly. There's, there's a yeah. flight, which is really convenient. It goes right from uh, Minneapolis, right to, Sioux, Michigan, which is perfect. No way. Yeah, very cool. convenient. Yeah, that's sick. Um, and do the boys ever get up to Minneapolis to catch like I don't know NFL game, hockey games, uh, and all the boys ever head up there? Yeah, uh, we we try to. I mean, we're really busy during the year. Yeah, but we try yeah. to. I've I've actually caught um, I think two wild games this year and one uh, Vikings game, which was when the Vikings played the 49ers. It was pretty mm. pretty electric. Oh, come they beat on, them. Yeah. yeah. Good, good game to catch, but yeah, it was <laughs> the, the Vikings game was one of the best sporting events I've been to. It was awesome. Okay, that's sick, man. That's awesome. Um, and right before we get into uh, our fast five, we got a couple more questions here. But I guess obviously a, a very unique route um, for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, grinding it out in the nodes, then going to the BC USHL, then um, finding your way here in uh, at D one, which is you know just not as good or even better than uh, yep. playing uh, in, in the OHL. There's a lot of arguments made for WCD one getting a lot more popular now, but I guess what's your message for all these, you know, Northern Ontario kids that are looking, you know, looking to get to the OHL sometimes, you know, doesn't work out and not get drafted. And so what's your kind of message here for, uh, for the undrafted kids? I, I just say stick with it. You know, it's, it is, it's frustrating when you don't get, especially at that age, if you don't get drafted or something's not going your way or you don't get the recognition you think you deserve, but just keep grinding with it. And, um, you know, for me, I just uh, obviously grinded out for years and then decided move away from home and try and expand that. So just kind of, just kind of, yeah, grind it out. And yeah, absolutely. Is uh, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Is, uh, is pro hockey something you're looking at here? Um, post-school or what's the future looking like uh, here for Steve? Yeah, I haven't really thought that far ahead, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, it should be something I'm considering pretty soon being a senior next year. But, um, you know, I've been just trying to focus on h- hockey here and school, especially. Since... Living in the moment. Yeah. Living in the yeah. moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you a big golfer, Steve? I'm, I am a big golfer, but I'm not good at it. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> you like to have fun. You like to yeah. have fun. You know what? I'll 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 shoot like two or three good holes, and I'll love it. And then next hole, I'm shooting a seven or an eight, and I'm just <laughs> I I just want to get off the course, kind of thing like that. But yeah, what's um what's your roommate situation right now? You have your own place, or how how's it work down there? Yeah, so freshman year, they actually make you stay in a part or in the dorms together. Okay. So yeah, that um, that's not fun. I no, assume that yeah. <laughs> no, I was a I was a 21 year old uh, freshman in the dorms, so you can imagine how that went. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm in, I'm in an apartment right now with four other guys, which is pretty good. No kidding, that sounds yeah. cool. Love it. Is uh, is everything on uh, on campus as well, or is the rink away from uh, from school? So our rink's downtown. Um, okay. and then pretty much the rest is on campus. So the soccer fields for, uh, soccer, obviously football fields, um, everything else is on campus other than the rink, but gotcha. Mankato is not too big of a city. So it, 
takes you maybe five, seven minutes to get from campus downtown. So it's, okay. yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Good stuff. Um, all right, Steve, we're going to go to our fast five now. So it's five rapid fire questions. Whatever comes uh, to the top of your head, let it rip. And uh, I'll send it off to Tom here. No, here we go. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Who's your player comparison to the NHL? Who would you say? John Marino. Oh, <laughs> you had that right, right away. Oh, yeah, I, love I send it. him the questions before Jim. So, um, dream travel destination anywhere in the world where do you want to travel to? Italy. Oh, yeah, love yeah. it. Jim, he's gonna be it. your favorite guest right now. <laughs> Check a lot of boxes here. Um, yeah. if you were to be pro in any other sport, what would it be? Golf, sick. Okay, what's your favorite movie of all time? That brother, probably just because I've watched it yeah. maybe thousand times. 200 times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, what's your favorite Sault Ste. Marie restaurant? Um, Sports Center Bar and Grill. Oh, okay. my, my nice. old man owns it. Okay. There <laughs> oh, you go. No kidding. <laughs> give, him, no give, him some, give him some free advertisement there. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> where, is, where is it? Is that the one in the rink? No, that's no. uh actually they've changed that name a bunch. I think it's Icebreakers now, but yeah, yeah, um, okay, yeah. He's got his kind of dr- uh towards the west end of the zoo. So, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, good stuff. Well, uh, listen, Steve, thanks a lot for for coming here on the pod and and chatting it up with the boys. It's an unreal uh route you've gone on here, and uh, it's sick to you know say that you're playing D one and um obviously best of luck we'll be uh keeping tabs and uh, cheering mm-hmm. you on here so uh best of luck and thanks a lot for coming on we appreciate it appreciate it thanks for having me boys awesome that was the interview with stevie bellini Tommy boy uh great guy great chat um you'd like to add anything to it uh yeah i hated to play it again so we talked about that in the interview Another Sioux guy. Love to get uh, that Sioux core group together. You mentioned in the, in the interview, Chim, they have like a really, really tight group of friends around that age. And man, a lot of them got to hockey to the next level. Like to play, uh, if it's, you know, university hockey in Canada, or university hockey um, or college hockey in the States, to me, that's a win. When you're able to play the sport you love and go to schooling, I know everyone wants to play professional, but to do that, to get your schooling and still play the hockey. Bellini's doing it right. He's living the dream, man. And another Sioux guy. It's great. It's great that we're expanding, obviously, because we're a Northern Ontario podcast. But uh, hopefully see him when we go down for our yearly Sioux trip to see Macker and uh, that crew as well. I know he's part of the, you know, that friend group too. So, yeah, it was good. Our, good, good our Sioux network yeah, is expanding. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Stevie. Um, Okay. With that, folks, let's jump right into our four-pack. Okay, Mason Money, it's four-pack time. I am in the 20-win club, but I did not win last week, Chim. You just love when I don't win, I think. So the Tom won. Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's got to be, what, Dude, first time come in like on, nine man. years. I win the most BS categories. Like, it's ones that are, like, even playing field. Like, the... Picking interviews on like the best interviews for BTB that that's like, you know, any guess is good. Like drafts that we're about to do, I don't know. Where you actually have to put some thinking involved. Does that make sense? I don't win those ones. But anyways, Tom, you, you were third. You're team three, right? No, 
Marcel, no, you know, Hyatt, me. Lorenzo. No, that was Roberto. Oh, Roberto won. And he's not even on. You know what? He gave me the order. I'm going to do it Unbelievable. I got second, though, so I'll do it, right? Yeah, you're Joe Bowen. No, I... No, that was me. <laughs> oh, then Tommy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was leading at one point. I can't I was. Wow, dude. What a sunk fest. Ouch. Yeah, Mason okay. didn't pull too well in that last one. Uh, so who's going to do the order if Robbie B's not here? Chim? Because you're second? I don't like that rule. Can I do it? I was leading at one point. Since we Listen, got I've known Roberto the longest. Why don't, why don't we just do put it. it? Why don't we just put in Chad GPT? I will, no, don't. No, Tom. Tom <laughs> won last week. Just in general, won the. Tom was a winner last week. Yeah, Tom was yeah, a winner. I, last I, you know what? I'll, I'll set, set the order. order. Okay, Chim, you got the bullet, bud. You got one. Mace got two, oh. and I'm I'm going double D on three and four. And I Mace, you can tell us what want the you can tell us what the topic is. Okay, so this week. Not my best moment as a food and nutrition teacher, but we are going to be drafting the best fast food items, specifically not restaurants, but items. And okay. these items need to be specific to a certain restaurant. So if it's a name that is its own brand of something, that can last. But if it's a generic item, you need to specify where you're getting said item from. Okay, done. Okay. Any more questions, comments, concerns, Jim? Jim's good. Jim, what are you taking at one one? I had to give you the bullet. I didn't want the bullet. I know you didn't. I know. Getting, I read it. I read it bullet. through your face. Give it so to me. So this item, okay. It can be a meal, it can be a side, it can be whatever. Okay. Yeah. It can be any right, item. Hundred percent, Jim. It could be a dessert. Like Yeah, Mace. Oh, you know what? I don't even care if I win or not anymore. I'm going to actually take what I think is the best. I'm not pulling a gen pop. Give me deluxe fries at number one. Deluxe fries to me are the out and out number one fry you can get on the effing planet. They are so good, but they're whatever grade. They don't call it gravy, though. I don't know what it's called. But sauce. it is fantastic. Sauce. Sauce. <laughs> sauce. sauce. Good yeah, pick. I mean, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Uh, wow. Wow. I wasn't, wasn't really sure where I was going with this one. But I will go with the bacon and egg McMuffin. Yeah, it, it's up there for me. I didn't know how early. I didn't know how early. <laughs> for where? For where though? McMuffin, Tom. McMuffin. Okay. It's okay. Mickey D's. Yeah, yeah, Mickey D's. They got the best breakfast you can find on the. Breakfast. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Well, we are recording. Jim, <laughs> you're all time. All right, give me the double D on, and I'm gonna go. With, give me McDonald's fries, okay? I'm a fan of those, a little salty, but this is this is this is my Zach Matheson special here, okay? And this is why I wanted the double header. Now I'm gonna go dessert, and he's taught me the ways of going 
a little bit of fries, a little bit of ice cream. Give me Dairy Queen blizzards next. Like DQ blizzards, all kinds hit different. And I got fries. You can dip the fries in the ice cream. He's taught me that. They're pretty good. Only on occasion, but yeah, I'm happy with those two picks. Jim? Yeah, good. that is good. No, good, good pick. Right, yeah, DQ, pick. Bl- DQ blizzards. It's stock, guys. Good pick. Mace? Well, I don't want to double dip from the same restaurant, but I will. Chicken McNuggets? Please and thank you. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Vicky ch- D's. Vicky yeah. D's. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. I will go with give me JBC's from Wendy's. Oh, uh, no way you took that. JBC's. <laughs> and I think I just I can't let this next one slip down the board anymore just for Gen Pop. I was gonna take it at number one and it's gone back to me. Here, give me the, the Big Mac from <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. Yep. Don't love the Big Mac. Too much bread. No, I used to crush them back in the day. I but... feel like it was it's just stock. Yeah. Big you think McDonald's, you think Big Mac. Big Mac. The sauce. Okay, well, I will pivot and I will go with Oh wow. Really thought I was getting junior bacon cheeseburger here. (laughs) I will take a teen burger, please and thank you. Wow. Wow. Teen burger from A and W's got great burgers. Yeah, but Mace, they they do. And I don't know. Teen isn't the first choice though, but yes. No, yeah. I don't know if you need the exact like name, but it's my pick, right? Yeah. Yes. Harvey's burgers is out now number one. So I think they're better than A and W burgers. TBH. Like, I, I, do you want an exact name? I can go to their menu, but like Harvey Burger, like a, just a burger from Harvey's. You choose what toppings Harvey's you want is, on it. Harvey's is so good. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is. I have a great draft right now. Like, unreal. It is. It is very good. <laughs> it is good. So by wrapping it up here, I, I go back to back. Yeah. Hey? Oh, my God. Okay, now I'm, now I'm in pretzel time here. Crunch time. Give me... um. Not sure if you guys have had this, but I've had it a few times because, you know, there's a Wendy's in Garson. Give me the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. It's dynamite. Dynamite. And I need a little bit of spice in there. I was going to go something from... Oh, I'll save it for at the end if you guys don't pick it. But I'm happy with that four-pack. I can't believe I let this slide all the way here. Chicken on a bun from... Yeah. 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 Yeah, That was my... When... when I heard Chim say deluxe, it just it crossed my brain not to take anything else. But I don't think I've ever been a deluxe bun. and not got chicken on the bun. It is so good. I have every time. <laughs> what? What do you get? Super bacon cheese. No, no, dude. Chicken on a bun's way better. Super bacon cheese. <laughs> yeah. I heard the breakfast is great at deluxe too. Never it been. Is. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, so, 
see, Tom's kind of onto something here with desserts. Yeah, I know. Pretty good, eh? I'm pretty proud of myself. I'm going to take you. This may catch some flack. But 90% of the time, you're going to this place, you're going to pick some up. Give me Tim Horton's Timbits. <laughs> Not even Tim donuts, Horn's dude. Timbits. Timbits. I, I'm i going donut instead, dude. 100%. Wow. I feel like okay. if you're getting a lot, if you're getting a pack for, you know, work, school, whatever, that was my number one treat, Timbits. I always bring the Timbits to the kids. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm a I'm a six-pack donut guy at work. Just bring that in, you know. For six people. Yeah. Rather than, like, you, you can't, can't just you have one Timbit. the whole and, office? No, no. Well, you got, okay. You don't want to take 12. care of the whole office? Get 12. 12 bucks. Okay. Done. Burn a hole. Buy 100, 100 Timbits. It's $12 Absolutely. for 12 Timbits. Absolutely. Or 12 donuts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, man, that's a tough pick. I thought you were going, like, somewhere else, but. Hmm. Well, that's where we're uh, at. Honorable mentions. Um, Frosties. Yeah, Frosties. That's what I thought you were going there, Jim. Yeah, I thought so too. Mickey D's, ha- Mickey D's like, hash browns hit different too. Wow, were those do. good? That was a miss. Uh, milkshakes. Yeah. A&W onion, onion rings. A&W, I had that. I was gonna had I had Harvey's onion rings, but no A and W are so much better. It's so expensive, like six dollars. Um, sneaky breakfast option, extremely unhealthy, but the McGriddle. Wow, wow, wow. No, I also, think we did pretty good. I think we did pretty good. Has Grand Trainer ever ranked a hot dog from Harvey's? Yeah, no one chose that. Eh? No, have you had one of those? They're great. Wow, great. Also, I was gonna take the Costco hot dog. No, no, no. Uh, Bathurst and College Street meat. Look at hot Jim. Dog. Look at Jim. Costco hot dog. You like oh. that one, eh, Jim? Yeah, that that's an LA. But no, it doesn't have a drive-through. That was a stipulation from. Yeah, uh, but I think days. we could have still maybe chose it, and just debated it. Bang for your buck, Costco hot dog. I was or... thinking of going to like a Subway or a Chipotle type of. A yeah, but. Too. We don't get that often, Jim. A Chick-fil-A. Foot long, a foot long from Subway. I think Subway we used to crush back Yeah, but not anymore, dude. I, it's fallen off. Like, no one, you know, went pita pit there. Like, it's just. I was thinking of meals getting in my car, like drive-through meals. Harvey's just hits absolute differently. I, I, I will go to bat for Harvey's. Like, I can be so in what, their commercials. Spicy chicken sandwich. Where did, where, what place? Wendy's. Wendy's, you said? Yeah, Wendy's. Very Wendy's. good. Try it, Jim. I'm telling you, buddy. It comes on like a nice golden bun. Like it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'll get you one on the way to hockey right now, okay? There you go. Nice. Bomb. Tom bom, bom. won the draft. Yeah, Tom, Tom McDonald's fries with a blizzard second round. That's why I wanted the double D on because I knew you guys weren't going to go there right away. I thought fries from McDonald's was going to be 1-1. You can't tell me. <laughs> no, that I'm not, Jim. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But more people like McDonald's fries and deluxe. The crispiness. 100%. Like between me and you, like I like deluxe fries, the sauce. Yes. But for our listeners, our fans, McDonald's fries. Like. I guess, I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. 
Yeah, I'm willing to put some cash on this. I think draft. you lost you lost it with Timbits, Trim. <laughs> you don't get Timbits, <laughs> the donut guy, dude. I think we're I all donut. A, I get a apple fritter. Yeah, sometimes. or vanilla dip, dude. Like you don't get Timbits. I get Timbits if like I need to show that I wanted to bring something, but I didn't want to bring everyone coffee. I could take twelve, Jim. I don't know, man. I I just. The mindset, it's it's not healthy regardless, but of crushing one donut as opposed to 10 Timbits, like one donut to me is like healthier. I... Grow math. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, then. We will, uh, let's go through the teams. Uh I went with fries from Deluxe, Junior Bacon Cheese, Big Mac, Timbits. Mason went with Bacon and Egg, McMuffin, Chicken McNuggets, Teen Burger, and a Chicken on a Bun. Tom went with Mickey D's Fries, DQ Blizzard, Harvey's Burger, and a Wendy's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Wow. I can't believe not that more breakfast is items. Four pack. Yeah. yeah. What? Well, maybe... Maybe uh McDonald's hash brown, but that's about it. McDonald's yeah. McDonald's has out and out number one breakfast. Oh, bacon and egg from A and W on a burger bun is quite good. No, no, no. McDonald's gym hits it's just the, not or- as normal, the orange man. juice too. Oh. What about no iced coffees here? Yeah, dude, the iced coffee at McDonald's. Yeah, but I mean you're gonna draft an iced coffee. That's a tough You drafted piece. 10 bits. That's a tough dude. I think iced coffee is gonna be its own four pack, like the best spots for iced coffees or coffees in general. That could that that could be a four pack. Caffeinated beverages. Yeah, it could be a four pack. I don't drink much caffeine. I'm telling you, this body doesn't need that. Yeah. But when I do, trust me, get out of the way. I had a coffee today. I was buzzing, but one a month is usually what I go for. All right. Well, uh, next, stay tuned for next week where we will have one of our most intellectual drafts of all time until then oh there we go perfect that was a four pack tom we missed it Uh, anything buddy um watch a little bit of another uh, another yeah what do you say sorry genesis tournament tiger oh yeah it's not good, Jim. Not good. Uh, one one performer of the week we couldn't mention. Uh, former guest Ariane Samur. She smashed one thousand points, Tom. One thousand yes. points in the university career. That's nasty. No yeah. In that, uh, and I believe it was their final home game. Senior night, maybe or something. She dropped the three, like a step back through. It was nasty. Was it? Uh, yeah. oh, I actually yeah. did see that video. Yeah, a thousand points more than me and you in university ball. So, congrats to her. Um, trying to think I what believe, else, bud. I believe we mentioned Silas Swords last pod. Yes, we did. We did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. It's nasty. So, we did mention Giroux and the engagement. I know the wedding could be potentially yeah. this summer. So, excited for that. Uh, yeah. Trying to think what else, man. I'm going to get Jim. I'm I'm not here this weekend. I'm here the following weekend. I know where to record by then, but uh, I'm ten days away from getting fitted in Toronto for golf clubs. Man, we're around the corner for golf season. And I mentioned the Genesis tournament, but when PGA Tour starts back up, it's like Christmas. 
in Sudbury in Northern Ontario and for, I mean, every golf course because we're right around the corner to swing them again, bud. Bench brawls, everything, content, pin golf, groove it, eye range. We love you. Sponsors, we're going to be uh, ramping that up pretty soon. So that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. And uh, before you know it, golf season is going to be right back, Tom. Yeah, man. And prisms flying, groove it's flying. It's going to be electric. So um, good stuff, bud. Okay. Uh, folks, that is going to do it here for week 147 of Behind the Bench. Thanks to Stevie Bellini for coming on. Thanks to uh, all our sponsors. Again, you can find us everywhere um, on all socials, all streaming sites. Just look up Behind the Bench and you'll find us, baby. We love y'all. See ya for week 148. Ciao.